0: This podcast is brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry.
1: This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today we're talking about the recently announced Metro Chicago Health Information Exchange with Terry Jacobson of the Metropolitan Chicago Healthcare Council. Thanks for joining us today, Terry.
0: Thanks so much, Howard, for having us.
1: For starters, tell us a bit about the council and why it decided to launch this ambitious HIE effort. What are your goals?
0: About two years ago, a grant came out uh, from the state of Illinois and uh, crossing the digital divide. And the council thought it would be best um, to try to support this for the Metro Chicago area since a health information exchange was being um, discussed. In in terms of services from the council, we support a lot of shared services in terms of revenue cycle management, human capital service, background checks, workman's comp, and we also support the Illinois Poison Control Center. So this was something that everyone um, and our CEOs from member hospitals really encouraged us to apply for grant money to begin to do the planning for the Metro Chicago area for our health information exchange.
1: When do you expect to launch the uh, HIE and how many organizations have agreed to participate so far? And can you clarify how it will be funded?
0: We basically have just completed our planning and uh, selection and finance. Um, and as you all know from the announcement, we just finished the, the vendor selection as well. Um, so we're in the process as of today, um, transitioning to implementation. And at this point, we have gone out what we call a founding member uh, campaign, in which we've asked the hospitals uh, and healthcare organizations to do a commitment to help us stand the HIE. Originally the grant funds um, lasted us up into vendor selection and we needed to go at risk as an organization. And to date 67 healthcare organizations across the Metro Chicago area, which represents about 70% of the hospitals have given a contribution to Stand Up the Health Information Exchange. Uh, so we're in transition right now. We're talking to a number of early adopter organizations who will be the first um, organizations to help establish the core services and in the initial use cases across the region. The sustainability model is going to be based on a subscription service um, that we have uh, discussed with both our members and also with the vendors.
1: So what kinds of transactions will the exchange accommodate initially and what services will be offered in future phases?
0: Basically, there is the core HIE services, if you can imagine, Master Patient Index, Provider Directory, Record Locator Service, and Consent Management. And then on top of those core services are going to be the initial use cases, which will be clinically focused. So it will be clinical summary, Uh, available across the emergency departments, public health reporting, such as syndromic surveillance, electronic lab results uh, reporting, an immunization registry, the sharing of medications and allergies, diagnostic results delivery, and the CCD exchange. We've talked about a number of future use cases that may also be administrative in nature and also support for things such as case management, and ongoing analytics.
1: So one of the major initial uses will be to exchange data for patients being treated in emergency rooms who have records at another hospital, for example?
0: Yes, that is correct. Actually, when you look at some of the HAs and where some of the biggest benefits have been uh, across the U.S., there's been success with regards to the emergency departments. Uh, And you think about it, If you, for example, were at your hometown hospital and then you came into the city and and got ill, let's say you thought you were uh, having recurrence of uh, chest pain. If your community hospital has already done a complete cardiac workup, um, the hospital would be able to pull up your records and necessary data feeds, ADT lab, radiology, dictated reports, and discrete meds, and be able to see a summary of what care you have gotten. And so maybe you really had a hiatal hernia, and it's presenting as such. It changes the course of how uh, physicians and clinicians approach your treatment. ED physicians oftentimes describe driving down the road at night with no headlights on is an approach to patients when they appear in the ED. So the conversation and the intelligence that you can approach a case when you know something about the patient makes a big difference.
1: So to make all this happen, I understand the uh, HIA will Mm -hmm. use cloud computing for infrastructure. Will you create a central data repository in the cloud that everyone can access, and how do you handle security for that repository?
0: Sure. We are actually doing software as a service. We do have a centralized, dedicated, and secure hosting environment within a secure data center that has achieved um, one of the highest uh, levels of security in ISO 27001, 2005. And it has professional management and disaster recovery systems in place. And so our architecture will be a centralized data repository, although it will be logically federated. So as organizations who are participating in the health information exchange, can put a copy of their data in that repository but yet retain ownership and control of their own data. If they decide they don't want to any longer participate, they can pull it out if they choose or otherwise release it only based on rules that they approve on in advance. The reason we wanted to do that is um, because there would be improved performance and um, especially because everyone's interested in being able to do real-time queries across patient cohorts of populations to see what's going on in public health.
1: So what form of authentication will you use to verify the identities of those requesting information through the HIE, and what role will encryption play in safeguarding the transactions of information?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, We are using strong passwords for authorized users and virtual private networks where all data traffic is encrypted, uh, we will be supporting the integrating the healthcare enterprise ATNA profile using TLS SSL 128 bit encryption, um, and this is consistent with the federal guidance from the ONC and the National Institute of uh, Standards and Technology. And the ONC, of course, is the Office of the National Coordinator related to the healthcare initiatives going on across the nations for health IT.
1: So will you eventually consider moving to two-factor authentication beyond just username and password?
0: Two-factor authentication is something that we can talk about in detail with some technical experts down the road, but we do have a number of authentication pieces that we're looking at. And then also um, one of the things that's very important in terms of our providers is that we have to be able to make sure they're authenticated both personally and professionally. Um, You may be aware that when you're setting up a provider directory, you don't want to have anyone posing to say, um, oh, I'm a doctor, and they're really not. And so actually, we'll be working very closely with our hospital organizations who've gone through the the um, process of credentialing Providers and making sure they can actually practice medicine in the way that they are saying that will be part of this process.
1: How will you go about gaining patients' consent to have their information accessed via the HIE? Will they opt in to participate somehow, or will they automatically be enrolled unless they choose to opt out?
0: That uh, is something that's currently under discussion both in the Metro Chicago area and statewide. Of course, in order for um, an HIA to really work well, you would want people to opt in upfront. And otherwise, if there's not enough data, it makes it difficult for providers really to depend on such information to provide um, safe patient care. Um, So we're in the process of looking at it. The kinds of things that are very interesting, though, is the technology that we've selected has a tremendous capability of being able to consent down to the data element level. In the state of Illinois, for example, we have restrictions on sharing uh, mental health diagnoses, and HIV diagnosis, for example. So we'll be able to use a hybrid approach where we can lock down down to the data element level and share that kind of data that only patients want to share.
1: Finally, what lessons have you learned from other HIE projects about ensuring privacy and security that you'll be able to apply to your efforts?
0: One is um, that opt out is really a preferable way to go. People have really struggled across the U.S. Uh, with opt in um, for reasons such as um, if a drug people who are drug seeking recognize they can opt in, they figure out pretty quickly that um, they can go through ED to ED and suggest that they don't want to show that data. And um, many of an ED visit is related to drug seekers. So that's something that we've heard about loud and clear across the U.S. is some of the challenges there. Basically, good patient education about understanding what the purpose of an HIE is and how it's used to support patient care delivery and safe delivery of care. Actually, there has been studies done that people with severe illnesses or chronic illness quite understand and really support um, using an HIE. And in some markets, such as Milwaukee and Maine and other regions, over 99% of patient consents to participate in an HIE when they really understand the purpose and how it's used to their advantage with the proper uh, privacy and security types of control.
1: Well, thanks very much. We've been talking today with Terry Jacobson at the Metropolitan Chicago Health Care Council. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening.
0: This podcast has been brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.HealthCareInfoSecurity.com.